Welcome to the Monday Show for the Nutramedical Report. Today is the 26th of June. And we have on the first hour here Mike Hammond from Gun Owners of America, an expert also on the legal aspects of laws that are now being pushed toward Congress, who's been sitting there since January. Welcome to the program, Mike. Thank you for having me. We had uh, your uh, other uh, senior person in the organization, Larry Pratt, on last week. And he mentioned a bit about the law, but I heard that you were a top expert on how this law is proceeding and how we can try to help uh, GOA. I'm a GOA member here in California. Okay. How we can help, how we can help uh, the GOA get this law through. We need a law that not only allows you to have concealed carry anywhere in the country, but also we need to get rid of these no-gun zones because there's a soft belly uh, where either terrorists or gangs or whatever can carry out all kinds of activity because the population is functionally disarmed. Yeah, as a policy issue, we know that uh, the Adam Lanzas, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Hall, James Holmeses, have systematically uh, gone from venue to venue and have specifically selected schools and movie theaters where they absolutely know that there will be no one who can shoot back because they have a complete no-gun policy. So uh, what, these, what the no-gun zone, which is probably unconstitutional to begin with, uh, what it does is it turns our children into sitting ducks. I yeah. think, incidentally, the federal government knows it's unconstitutional, which is the reason it's enforced so very, very seldom at the federal level. So do you think it's going to, it, it, this law is being held up in Congress for political reasons, or do you think there's a, a, a legal issue? What, 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 oh, you mean, being... uh, well, it depends on what law. Now, uh, H.R. HR 38 is our big package. That's the Hudson Bill. What that would do is grant national reciprocity. It will allow you as a Californian to get a Texas out-of-state permit and carry in California. So it's core, it's, uh, it's core, it's national reciprocity for concealed carry holders and for people in constitutional carry states. But it also completely repeals the safety-free school zones, and also requires that uh, anti-gun federal agencies like the Army Corps of Engineers uh, allow people to carry guns and hunt on their lands to the same extent as they could in the surrounding state. And so right. it does a whole lot of good things. My opinion now is this. Uh, we've done a head count. My opinion now is we're at 218 votes. We're at 200 sponsors and co-sponsors, but I count another 18 reps who would uh, vote for it if it came up on the floor of the House. So where we are now is trying to convince the leadership that now is the time to push the bill and let's get it out of the House as soon as we can and let's get it before the Senate. Now, the last time this type of legislation came up in the Senate, it got what would now translate into 59 votes. So we're just within maybe a single vote of overcoming a filibuster in the Senate. Wow. But if it's filibustered, it would be nice if we had one of these must-pass vehicles sitting in abeyance. Like uh, uh, the Senate's going to have to raise the debt limit in September, something that has to be done. The Senate's going to fund the government in September, something that has to be done. The Senate's going to pass legislation to authorize the armed services, something that has to be done. Are, are you so talking, about a, uh, talking about a linkage to these must-be-done must, yes, must bills? I'm talking about sticking the Hudson bill onto a much larger must-pass piece of legislation. Yeah, that's a smart move, because honestly, um, we, have a, we have a war. I don't know if they've declared it, 
but it needs to be declared not only by executive order but by Congress. We have a war not just against uh, extreme Islam, but we have a war against drug cartels like MS-13, against uh, drug leaders, uh, against uh, financial finaglers that are coming into the country like Ab- many absolutely. other people. And, and some of these financial people aren't necessarily, in a sense, the typical we call violent terrorists. They're coming in to buy out the country, like you know Saudi Arabia and other Gulf cooperative states that are buying out universities and so on. And we need to have laws that protect us from all kinds of things. Plus, I, I mentioned this before, we should talk about the idea of new, exotic, non-lethal and lethal technologies that need to be covered by these bills as well. Right now we call it guns. But let's say I already know about a dazzle weapon that the United Nations can carry that will get several hundred thousand uh, lumens of light, and if you get blasted by this light, you can't see for half an hour at least. So, And there's other non-lethal weapons, little balls that if it hits you, it has an anesthetic, will drop it to the ground like a, and you can't move. It doesn't suffocate you, but you're not able to move or fight or do anything. Uh, there's disorientation weapons, all kinds of them. So, And there's also new lethal weapons like lasers. Like, for example, one of the ones that we have out that people can purchase right now are these green lasers, which are very dangerous, to be honest with you. People can get blinded by them permanently. Well, and, and there was an effort last year, in fairness, to cut off production of any of those things by expansion of what's called uh, the... Uh, uh, of what's called the... Uh, 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 plastic gun, armor-piercing bullet, and various legislative proposals like that, which were go- attempted to be used to cut off emerging technology. And we were successful in killing that. As a matter right. of fact, we were successful in stopping all legislative proposals during the Obama administration. And so I, I think now, as a result, we, we do have those options in front of us. Right. Uh, but... Uh, uh, the uh, I, we uh, just as a point of information, uh, we passed uh, uh, our legislation allowing carrying in national parks. We passed that as an amendment to a credit card bill that Barack Obama wanted, and we forced him to sign it. So the strategy of finding a must-pass bill and tacking it onto it is is perhaps the direction we're going to have to go. But we're yeah. only going to be able to go that way if we move it quickly enough so that it's saying before the Senate before all these bills are passed. Right, and the other thing is that um, we have to understand that that uh, these must-pass bills and so on are really just hanging there right now. In the fall, they may be gone, and you won't have this ability to, to attach them then, right? Some of them will be gone. So yeah. my message to Paul Ryan is move, move the Hudson bill. Move it now. Move it sooner rather than later. I, I'll tell you something, which uh, is sort of indicting of those people who who hold this view. There are some people who say, "Well, let's just hold up all pro-gun legislation until August of 2018 and use it for political purposes in the election." I, I, I can tell you, if if none of this legislation has passed by August 2018, it's never going to be passed. You're talking about the uh, tax bill or the Obamacare, uh, the repeal Obamacare. Uh, well, uh, that that certainly is uh, that certainly is one possibility. There are going to be two what are called reconciliation bills this year, and uh, and they're going to be passed by uh, 50, 51 votes. There's no possible Senate filibuster. One of them is being used to repeal Obamacare. One of them is being used to reorder the tax system. But both of those are possibilities. As a matter of fact, I can tell you we're negotiating now with the Senate Budget Committee to try to get some pro-gun stuff on the Obamacare repeal bill. 
Now the uh, the the rulemaking I think needs to be changed in the Senate. I was watching one of the uh, the co commentators in the Congress that says we send bills to the Senate to die, and it's because of this reconciliation rule that if you don't have a 60 uh, majority, you can filibuster and just block a bill like forever. And uh, the reconciliation law has something to do with basically uh, whether it's reconciled to a budget. And yeah. uh, to, to me, that that is an insane situation that. If you have a simple majority in the, in the Senate, you should be able to pass the bill rather than having to have sixty percent. You know, sixty. Well, I, 60 I would seats. respectfully, I would respectfully disagree with that. The reason why we don't have a semi-auto ban now, the reason we don't have a magazine ban now, the reason we don't have universal background checks is because we, gun owners of America, filibustered that leg legislation in 2013. Had we. Had we been uh, dealing with a 50-vote majority at that time, uh, we would have a national ban on semi-autos. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, I know that that's when they had a majority in the Congress, uh, in the Senate with the uh, Democrats, so I stand corrected. Yeah, it, well, no, they they it, shoved it, through it, Obamacare. But here, here's, here's my point. Maybe you need to have it for specific kinds of issues. For example, uh, things that deal with constitutional issues, for example, like uh, Second Amendment. I think that there are certain things that have constitutional implication would obviously require a 60-point majority. Other bills shouldn't. Uh, to me, this idea of it's a 60, if, if it's something to deal with the Second Amendment, it's like you're just extending the Second Amendment and reclarifying it for the 21st century. Well, I think we're in a very good shot of, of passing all this legislation. Do you think, it'll, now, do you think if you attach it, it'll, it'll overcome this need for uh, 60 votes? So they can still get it passed. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think we may be able to get 60 votes on Hudson. Uh, our count is 59 at this moment. Oh, really? Uh, okay, that's good. Who have, so you're who talking have about voted on Hudson before, uh, and and who may be who may be converts. But more importantly, there are 10 Democrats running for re-election uh, next year in states that Donald Trump carried. I right. Think any of I heard people. that too. Yeah. So, so in other words, what you're saying is you're talking about these are like blue dog Democrats or Democrats that win a, that that have hold a seat in in a Trump uh, one state, and it's very likely that they're going to vote for this legislation because they're maybe in a conservative area where their people want this legislation, so they have concealed carry and can travel with it. Yeah. Well, to start out with, I think we're we're pretty sure that we're going to get the votes from senators, Democratic senators, up for re-election in Montana, North Dakota, uh, Indiana, West Virginia, and Maine. And, and I think there's a very real possibility that we could get a vote from the Democrat in Missouri, for instance. So we're at 59 now. We have a lot of senators who uh, are hopefully running scared and who could switch their votes. And incidentally, we also have a bill to give the constitutional gun rights back to 257,000 veterans. That passed the House. That's saying on the Senate calendar. And we also think we have at least 59 votes on that. So I wouldn't despair about the possibility well, that, that, sounds that really we good. use the Senate rules and get the vote. Yeah, that, so in other words, you've got a really clear understanding of the legal side of this, which I'm, I'm, I'm really... Uh, Thankful that you're actually clarifying this because it means well, it's, it's a sad consequence of being around 42 years. There are very, very few benefits from being very old, but that's one of them. Well, and, and you've obviously watched this issue closely. The other thing that's, of course, happening is that uh, 
we're likely to see uh, Judge Kennedy uh, retire from the Supreme Court. I don't know yeah. if, the, if there's any effect in the long run with this because it looks like we're moving back to, uh, to, to treating the Constitution and the, uh, as a, not a living document but something that's fixed. Like Judge Kennedy. I think, yeah, I think, I think that would have a fundamental impact. If you want my opinion, the opinion of the Supreme Court, the Heller opinion, and the McDonald opinion, recognizing, I mean, they don't create rights, God created the rights, right. but recognizing the rights of Americans to keep and bear arms, those two decisions were both five to four. The Heller decision, uh, recognizing that the Second Amendment is an individual right, had all these weasel words saying, oh, well, you can counterbalance it with all sorts of things. That was on page 54 of the decision. My interpretation is that the guy who forced all those weasel word uh, language was uh, Anthony Kennedy, that if you replaced him with someone pro-gun, then all of a sudden we would have a fundamental five to four majority on the Supreme Court in favor of the Second Amendment. And right now, the Heller decision has turned out to be sort of a nothing burger because all these liberal circuit courts have said, okay, yeah, it's an individual right, but it's overcome by just about whenever the state wants to limit the Second Amendment. And that will stop, I think, if we can get a pro-gun justice to replace Anthony Kennedy. Yeah, that's probably going to happen in 2018. If Kennedy retires in the fall, by the 2018, you're going to see Trump put another justice in there. And I've also heard that Ginsburg is about to retire. She's apparently not showing up for all the sessions, and she's quite old. She's in her early 90s, I think 93 yeah. or something. So it's likely she's, that he'll she's very old. So it's very likely that she's going to retire from the bench. And, you'll, and she's one of the oldest activist judges, basically the the old one of the ones that basically turned the court into literally overturning the power of the legislative and the executive branch, which is very bad. Yeah, the two uh, liber liberal uh, Clinton appointees are uh, Stephen Breyer and uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and both of them are old and potentially in ill health. And so both of those seats could come open as well. And of course, if that happens, uh, American jurisprudence, I think, is fundamentally changed for the remainder of our generation. Right. Well, I think I, I'm going to guess at least 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's at least 40 years. A lot of these people, uh, remember, in a life extension, most of these judges that are being appointed in their early 50s, and the average person now that's, that's every year you live, you li get to live another year and a half. Did you know that? Yeah. Just the average. No. It's, yeah, so life extension technology is coming, and life reversal technology is coming, too. I do research with uh, other top experts from having them on my show. In fact, I have Dr. See, I Ron know Clark. that when my father was born in 1898, the average life expectancy for an American was 48 years of age. Yeah, I think it's in the late 60s now, and I think that pretty soon you're going to start seeing, right now in other countries like in Georgia, they have 100 times more people who live to be 100 than here in America, and we're going to clean up our diet, clean up our environment, improve the health of preventive care, care of genetic and epigenetic care of people, if modernized stem cell regenerative technologies and so on. So you're going to see a lot more people vigorous in their 80s and 90s or even reversing their age physiologically. Yeah. yeah, not to stay off the subject, but there's something in the water in Georgia. There are a surprising number of people who live to be over 100 in that country for some reason or another, certainly not because of its affluence. No, I have a feeling it's uh, probably mineral content because the mineral content yeah, seems possible. to be... The, yeah, 17 of the 18 longest-lived people have glacial milk in their diet, except for the Okinawa Japanese, and it's mineral, so it's probably minerals in their water. 
Possibly. But uh, yeah. the bottom line is, good news on guns, we're on the verge of winning things which will fundamentally change uh, the attitude of this country toward firearms and will fundamentally force states like California to accept uh, that the Second Amendment is a God-given and constitutional right. Yeah, and also the, the other, uh, now you're familiar with the non-lethal technologies around too. Uh, there was an attempt to kind of stop a lot of the non-lethals, as you mentioned here, the extension of the law. Can you expand upon that a bit? Because I think people don't understand that uh, I think our police should probably be able to use non-lethal technology in certain situations as a first step rather than going lethal. Uh, it also means that more citizens carry non-lethal technology and will be much more willing to use it in a situation where they're not exactly certain of what's going to happen or kind of an outcome. Let's say someone approaches a woman, say, with her child in a, in a parking garage, and they're not really certain if this person has got a malicious intent. If they could just knock them down and paralyze them, they do that rather than necessarily shoot them because they don't want to use lethal force. Yeah, I, I know people have various views on that. Uh, I, I know my brother woke up in the middle of the night with a drug dealer standing over his bed, and he pulled a gun, and had he not done so, I suspect he would have died that second. And so, and, and in some cases, people who are highly drugged are sometimes resistant to uh, certain types of non-lethal technology, but it, it's, it's an American right. Americans should have the right to protect themselves and should have the right to make that choice as to how they do that. I, I, there's an interesting culture in Canada, because I, I was... I'm from Detroit, I'm an American, but the first half of my life I was raised in Canada. And my father was Canadian, my mother's from North Dakota. And I can tell you, uh, Canadians are interesting. I practiced in British Columbia for a while, Nova Scotia for a while. And most people don't realize that rural Can uh, Canadians are armed to the teeth, probably even more so than, than Americans, because it's more wild country. If you go up to places yeah. like British Columbia, You've got some really big beasts up there, you know. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> nah. sure that in Western Canada, that uh, that is certainly the case. Yeah, it is in Eastern. To give you an example, I was back from Georgia, and I had one of my patients in Halifax, Nova Scotia, by the Halifax International Airport. Uh, he wanted me to go out hunting with him, so we went out hunting, and, he, and I asked him how many guns he had, and I said, "Well, I thought maybe he had three or four. He had forty some guns, and he had it all the way up to fully automatic, and he, and him and his buddies already had." You know, 50 caliber anti-aircraft machine guns. They were making. I said, "What do you do for the weekend?" He said, "We made 70,000 bullets to get a bullet-making machine." I said, "Oh my God!" And so I couldn't believe how. And, and the thing is, in the Canadian government, they passed in a conservative previous administration a law to um, make everybody register their guns, and the yeah. Canadians just didn't do it. Even if the RCMP officer was half a mile from their home, they weren't going to yeah. do it. And so yeah, they had to eventually pull. They eventually had to pull the law and say, you know, nobody's going to comply with this. Canadians don't aren't as, as brash as Americans over this stuff. They just didn't comply. And eventually it was so embarrassing that nobody was registering their guns. It's like, okay, forget it. Especially in rural areas. Like, Canada is big. You can drop some states in the United States into, into provinces in Canada, and you wouldn't find them again. <laughs> it's yeah. so big. It's crazy. Interesting, eh? Yeah, eh? Back in a moment, eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> Need a powerful it's ally to fight to daily bugs own. and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. 
Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Stimulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Help support Revolution Radio. Contact revolutionradio.org and promote them with donations. And uh, listen to the Nutramedical Report show on Revolution Radio starting this May 2017. strategy you're i can tell you're very experienced but you're also very brilliant uh what's our strategy to help support goa and the american public and also to inspire other countries to have similar laws because to be honest with you part of the reason why america is an open uh society and a free republic is because it has gun laws uh, you couldn't have an open society without proper gun laws and a well-armed uh if you want to call it militia people 
who could protect themselves. That's why, for example, I live next to San Bernardino, which is about 40 minutes away. But here in Vista, California, there's more Marines per square yard. There's never going to be a terrorist activity or a gunfight out or Islamic terrorists trying to, try to, to carry out something here because there's so many Marines, even just armed public, for example, where I'm in an eight-home gated community, everybody in our eight-home gated community is armed to the teeth. Right at the end of the road, I've got a district attorney and her husband is a criminal defense attorney and they got guns <laughs> i got yeah guns. well I, I i live in new hampshire in a small town in new hampshire where i'm not here in washington dc and i mean from time to time i talk to bbc or people uh who call from um who call from europe and uh brag about their quote low uh, uh gun homicide rates my state is uh my state is safer than any other european country i mean right. unless you're killed by your spouse there's uh, virtually 0.0% that you'll die from a gunshot wound inflicted by a killer in new hampshire and right. i i can walk i can walk uh, uh, up and down uh, my town or any town in new hampshire with a complete sense that i am safe and i can tell you there's no european country particularly london or dublin or galway in which i can walk with the same sense of safety the reason is not only because uh... people can uh... uh have guns almost at will in new hampshire but because even if you choose not to have a gun uh, someone uh, considering breaking into your house at night has to consider the possibility that you do. And so even those people who hate guns are protected by those people who are gun owners in my state. And if you look at these, quote, homicide statistics that they give, virtually everyone in this country is killed in places where guns are all, all but banned. So I, I, I'm going to give you a new term, but maybe it may be something new to you. How about we call this gun owner salt? In other words, the fact that some people in your state, or a relatively good percentage of them, carry guns, the people that don't even carry guns are protected. It's like salting your food. You put enough salt, you don't have to have a granule of salt in every little piece in your in your food, in your spoon, yeah. in order for you to have enough positive effect of that salt. So it's having the gun owner salt in your state or city means very unlikely that somebody's going to come to your home not knowing whether you are or are not armed. Yeah, absolutely. Great with me. Incidentally, although as an Army Airborne captain, there's only one time in my life in which someone has actually put a loaded gun to my head and begun to pull the trigger. That was in the District of Columbia, where guns were completely and totally banned. And, of course, the guy who put the gun to my head had no problem killing me, which was illegal. So, he, therefore, I had no problem having an illegal gun. How did you survive uh, that? How did you survive it? I, I, I ducked and ran as fast as I could. And, and the no, one no, thing I, the D.C. law said to him is, you can stick a gun to this guy's head, and there's no chance he's going to have a gun to shoot. Oh, okay. Uh, I learned a long time ago, because I've been in practice now since 1977, after three years of residency, internal family medicine, emergency department, and that's 40 years ago, that there's no such thing as, in most cases, accidents. Accidents are about 1% of the things that arrive in emergency department or trauma unit or whatever. 99% are what's called on purposes, I call them. And so when you have a no-gun zone, I call it no-survival zone, what do you expect? You're a safety-free zone. Right, safety-free. For example, with Scalise, and I realize they're in the ballpark there. This guy's literally coming up to the chain-link fence. He's firing through it at people. Um, 
why don't all the Congress people have not only concealed carry but an open carry gun? Why don't they have? Yeah, special- the reason they really the reason they didn't have guns is because they were about to go into the District of Columbia, in which guns were completely and totally outlawed. We had 20 congressmen who, if they were in their districts, in many cases would have guns, would have been able to shoot back. And incidentally, uh, the uh, the first guy uh, this turkey fired at was not Steve Scalise. If there had been someone firing back, per- perhaps he, he would be setting... In, in, in his house office this moment. Uh, the reason why these people didn't have guns was because D.C. is a gun-free zone. Nutramedical's Nutrue Silver is a must for every family's medicine cabinet. 100% safe for children and adults, it protects and promotes health by completely removing stealth and major pathogens. Silver must be in its ionic state to activate and kill singlet oxygen, killing capacity for viruses, bacteria, and pathogens. It has a maximum punch because it is delivered in a liposomal enzymatic envelope and is hydrogenated. It's so safe that you can put drops in your eyes and hail in your sinuses or lungs. Silver orally will clear pathogens from your GI tract, viruses, bacteria, and pathogens. It's thousands of times stronger than any nanoparticle or colloidal silver anywhere else. And every several atom is activated to kill pathogens and stimulate stem cells. Our customers tell us that if they wake up, with a sore throat, take a few sprays of Nutru Silver. In a few minutes, they are already feeling better. Nutru Silver is truly amazing. Try it, and you'll see the results for yourself. Dosages are small because of Nutramedical's advanced technology, topical or internal applications. Order at Nutru Silver today at with free shipping at Nutramedical N U T R I Medical dot com N U T R I M E D I C A L dot com or eight 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 two one two eighty eight seventy one. That's 888-212-8871. Are you tired of running to your doctor for medical tests like iron levels and bone density? How would you like to have the access to your own diagnostics? This simple interpretive test can give you results in just a few minutes right in your own computer. Find out if you have high cholesterol, uh, vis- viscous blood, abnormal blood sugar, developing eye problems, dropping hormone levels, and normal organ function. Dr. Bill's QRMA uses the magnetic fields of your body and harmonic frequencies to predict functional abnormalities and deficiencies. The QRMA, or Quantitative Resonant Magnetic Test, is quick, non-invasive, and simple to use. Colorful displays reads off mild, moderate, or severe deviations of normal standards. Why is Dr. Bill's QRMA so predictively accurate? It compares it to a massive database. And you can send the results for Dr. Bill to do an interpretation as all analyses for you and your family are totally included in the cost of the machine. You can purchase the QRMA now at an amazing sale price with payments spread over six months. The QRMA is quick and safe. Go to Nutramedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871, that's 888-212-8871. Nutramedical's Vitamineral Mix. Finally, a high-quality bioactivated multivitamin and mineral drink that tastes fruity, delicious for the whole family. Nutramedical's Vitamineral Mix will deliver activated nutrients to your cells, jumping genetic toxic blockades to fully activation. Powered not by in any other multivitamin mineral supplement, every metabolically converted vitamin and biobion chelated mineral jumps across the cell membranes to full activation. Energy, detoxification, regeneration, and hormones, and peak performance will be yours and your children's. 
Stimulate your maximum potential and live to the full for your whole family with Vitamineral Mix. That's V-I-T-A-M-I-N-E-R-A-L-M-I-X at NutriMedical.com, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, 888-212-8871. That's uh, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871. Vitamineral Mix for maximum activation of the best vitamin for your family. Nutramedicals Calm Mind supports a relaxed mood and helps to support your brain neurotransmitter. Helps lower blood pressure, helps to make you feel calm all day long, and helps to make it easier to go to sleep. Calm Mind contains GABA. It also contains suntanin and L-theanine, an amino acid from green tea. And it contains myo-inositol, a special B vitamin. Because it's such high quality, it really works amazingly for anxiety, panic attack, and for depression. Get Calm Mind at Nutramedical.com and UTRIMedical.com or 888-212-8871. The special studies that have been done on Calm Mind show that it helps to stabilize the neurons in the brain, lower the autonomic nervous system that raises blood pressure, and it helps to support normal calming activity uh, throughout the body. That means you're going to have much higher energy level, much more stable mood, be able to tolerate stress better, and it helps to stabilize blood sugar as well. So order Calm Mind at Nutramedical.com. back. Uh, the next area I would like to expand upon is the, the terrible way that our police have been treated. Now, uh, I need uh, I need to see that they get better training on other non-lethal weapon systems and so on, and I don't want to see a radicalization of the police so that they think of the, of the citizenry as enemies. They should be considered collaborators. In fact, I'd like to see closer collaboration between the police and citizen militia groups so that when they have situations that there can be closer collaboration and not only data transfer but also protecting and backing up the police. Um, sometimes police are in situations where they're in a car like in Chicago in some place and if the citizenry was properly armed the uh, gangs wouldn't think so much about uh, you know taking out the police officers often they have higher powered weapons than the police carry and to me this is a, a dangerous situation they don't even have you know uh, vehicles that can that can stop a high velocity bullet and or body armor so how do we approach the police issue in America? Because I want to see the police better protected, have non-lethal weapons, and have an interface with the public and militia so that they feel like we, the public, are a backup for the police. Yeah, we have a dangerous situation in America where we glorify criminals and demonize police. And I, I can tell you, in, on three occasions, just within the last week or so, juries have... Uh, uh, acquitted uh, police uh, from uh, accusations that they inappropriately shot uh, uh, people in very highly politicized cases. And we've asked what our position is, and our position is basically our American system is the American jury system. And if you uh, try to take the position that notwithstanding the jury acquittals, these people should somehow be retried, then basically you've gone to lynch mob uh, uh, justice in those circumstances. I do think, for instance, in um, 
I have a good friend who's a policeman in Shirley, Massachusetts, and he's been told by the city of New York, now Congress has passed a law saying police can uh, uh, carry anywhere in the country so long as they meet certain conditions. Now, New York has gone so far as to say if you're a policeman and you come into our jurisdiction carrying a firearm in accordance with federal law, we will arrest you. Wow. Uh, uh, where, where have we, what's, uh, I mean, how low have we fallen yeah. if we reach the point where a jurisdiction says we don't care about federal law, we're going to stand in the schoolhouse door and ignore federal law for the purpose of arresting police who we know don't represent danger to our our community, but in fact because they are exercising a constitutional right that places like New York and Chicago and maybe even California find uh, unsatisfying. Yeah. Now, uh, what w- what I see happening is we can correct this by better training and support of the police, better vehicles, better body armor, and so on, better interface with the public. I'd like to see an interface between, say, the police and the civilian militia through the sheriff's office. In other words, you have to have you know people to actually become, in a sense, affiliate deputized. Uh, there may even be a way, for example, one of the things that I saw in the news lately, and of course the left always likes to exaggerate this, is an off-duty black policeman tried to actually help a victim of a crime yeah. and he actually was shot by a white policeman one of the things that I think would be a good idea with high tech is that either um, off duty police that are in plain clothes could actually have some kind of tracker thing so other policemen would know they're in the area number one, yeah. number two I'd like to see deputized people under the sheriff's office that probably are carrying concealed carry weapons would be aware for the police and the police could literally notify them hey such and such a crime is going on so that the deputized uh, sheriff's affiliates could actually come in and support the police officers that are in a dangerous area. Uh, yeah, gun owners of America, yeah, has probably done more in this direction, I think, than any other organization in modern history. What we did is we jumped in and said, you know, it was right after 9-11, we said, guess what? We ought to create a program to uh, 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 make uh, airline pilots uh, law enforcement officials. Right. And we actually did. We had uh, the, I think, the government, uh, even under George W. Bush, dragged its feet a lot more than it should have. But uh, uh, we ultimately created a program where uh, uh, tens of thousands of, of uh, otherwise ordinary citizens became law enforcement officials, were uh, deputized to carry guns and to exercise other law enforcement policies. And I think there's no reason why this principle... Uh, couldn't also be extended to the militia and, and to other Americans, which could lend their aid to uh, uh, current law enforcement establishment. I mean, there's an old saying, uh, uh, when, uh, uh, when your uh, life uh, depends on seconds, the police are minutes away. Uh, if, if there were more people who were uh, armed and able to assist you, then you would be safer. Right. So, in other words... And I think America, because we're the most innovative nation in the history of the world, we should be the innovators. So in places like Brussels, where a quarter of the population are Muslims and a percentage of them are going to be extreme Muslims, that we could give a model for how Europeans and others should change their policies because eventually there's going to be a swing back. I mean, they've gone so far to the left now, they've literally made themselves dangerously uh, vulnerable. For example, they have tons of metadata in Germany. They often track some of these terrorists for months or years before they actually carry out an act. 
and I personally think this is the next area I'd like to talk about, is the idea of civil detention. We already have, in a sense, a declared war. And it's not just against extreme Islam, it's against drug gangs, which are bringing in so much drugs it's destroying our young people and many even middle or elderly people with illegal drugs. And I think what we should do is we should activate that civil detention law. And there's five different arms of metadata that I've talked about on the show before, that if we activated it, we could grab people and see if they modify their behavior so their score would drop. And if it doesn't drop, they get an anklet. And then if they still don't change their behavior, then they get civil detention. And they don't well, get you have to be it. very careful about what generates that, because under, under the Obama administration, certainly if civil detention were expanded, uh, I would be the one who would be covered. No, I'm, 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 would be the one well, no, I'm talking about them being very, very careful. For example, five different arms. And, and again, you could sharpen this, this data by, by, by the use, just like Watson. Number one, if your travel plans are to a city in Afghanistan where everybody knows you're going to get trained to become a terrorist, that means that you're on a, on a, your metadata bumps up. Number two, you, you give money to terrorist organizations. So in other words, your bank drafts and your, your purchase of materials, including bomb-making materials. Number three, your public statements, media statements, etc., Facebook, Twitter, anything at all that deals with the Internet or public. Number four, if your scores are high enough, we're going to go back in and listen to your conversations, and if it shows that you have conversations indicating terrorist leanings or activities. And number five would be affiliations with organizations. If you listen to a specific imam that's under watch, or if you have relatives that have been under watch, you're going to get a side score, and you need to be watched. And once they reach a certain level, you need to be talked to. And if your score doesn't change and your behavior doesn't change, mm. you need to have a tracker. And then finally, uh, I think that there's a place for civil detention. I, I would guess uh, right now, for example, 20% of Muslims in America out of 10.7 million agree that bombing is an okay thing in certain circumstances against even our own population in America. That's not acceptable. Now, not that they well, would do it, yeah. but they but would, you have to they be, would talk. You have to be very careful because if, if in fact, you open the door to civil detention, that, I mean, those are the standards that President Mike would use, but uh, those may not be the standards that President Hillary uses. So, uh, no, no I, I'm, I'm talking about something that would have to be vetted through the Supreme Court, but you'd have metadata. And I have, currently don't trust the Supreme Court either. Right, but I think we'll a future... weather gets better. A, a, future, a future Supreme Court. Congress needs to pass some kind of civil detention law, for example... Uh, all these people, like the Senorov brothers, Russian intel even came over here and told us in advance the Senorov brothers were going to do something bad at the Boston Marathon bombing. We, most of these people we've monitored for months before they actually do something and kill dozens or, or more Americans. And to my feeling is that because we don't take action on this metadata, we're literally letting terrorists have a free reign. And we need to have a balance between the idea of saying invasion of their privacy, but they'd have to have a really high score for us to actually number one visit them. Yeah, well, or, and, 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 you as, know, a, they, as a military intelligence officer who was stationed at Fort Meade next to MSA, and I had a lot of people from NSA in my unit. I, right. I, I just say you have to be uh, you have to be a little careful about the use of metadata for those purposes, but. Yeah, everything can be verifiable, though. I took care of NSA people. One of my jobs, I had above top secret clearance at U.S. Space Command Strategic Events and the World Virtual World Project, et cetera, et cetera. And I took care of Delta Force Special Op NSA agents and CIA and these Special Op forces. And I can tell you, uh, there's enough mathematical accuracy if you combine a whole pile of data to make sure that it even has to go, let's say, by a judge or some internal court 
to say, hey, it's time to go pick this person up. I mean, yeah, well, I'm certain. I'm certain that they that probably ninety percent of the people that are going to do a crime that we're almost certain they're going to do it within, say, a ninety day period. We have enough data, like their travel plans, their bank trade statements, uh, their their public statements, their their social media, everything. That this person is like you can if you walk by them, you hear tick 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 like a bomb ready to go off. So, well, I think the reason we haven't had the problems that. Uh, that uh, uh, Germany and Britain and France have is we have uh, been able to control our borders better, and I, and I think that uh, that's something which is very yeah, important. But, and I but, think that what the courts are doing to Donald Trump's efforts with respect to failed states is y- you have to think about that long and okay. hard. Well, I, I'm going to make a statement now that may shock you, but I think that there that only that only sixty percent of the people that come to the country come across the southern border. Uh, most of the drugs are still coming across until they harden the wall, which is important. But 40% are overstaying their visas. The real problem is the the biggest border is I the electronic. I think that's true. I agree. Yeah, the biggest border is the electronic border. Uh, and when people come into the country, if we actually looked hard and long at their metadata, and this is the reason why the travel ban, it was to harden this metadata uh, policy to collect these kind of things. And when I actually heard, because I mentioned this on the show for many months now, my specific five-point plan, for metadata, it's exactly what the Trump government are doing well, now. You remember it's, the State Department tried to crack down on metadata going over the Internet, and what they did in, in uh, the, what are called their ITAR regs is made it illegal for gun owners to transfer how-to information on the Internet with respect to guns on the munitions list. So when liberals began regulating metadata, it, be, it does become dangerous. No, I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about metadata that's collected by the intel agencies. Uh, for example, people may or may not know this, but every phone, fax, and email, and every communication publicly in every country and every language on Earth has been monitored by the NSA and affiliated agencies like Five Eyes since the early 1980s. Well, yeah, I can't. I, I, as I say, as a military intelligence officer mm-hmm. next to the NSA, and I can't talk about what I know. Well, uh, I, 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 I will talk about what I know, and I can tell you, since the early 1980s, everything's been monitored, and they bumped up the AI systems monitoring. For example, did you know that the phone system in China, 3Com, is completely owned and controlled by NSA? And the, and the law requires them to minimize it, uh, and, and it appears yeah, that they're but, not doing yeah. that. But if, if they did do it, I can tell you, the victims of that would not be uh, the uh, Muslims outside of Detroit. The victims would be you and me. Um, well, no, I think that if it properly has oversight... Uh, and you can have digital oversight too. Remember now, every, every AI, you can have a digital oversight supercomputer that, like Watson that's overseeing the actual. Even, even, even with the Trump administration, I don't, I don't think the oversight is being done by conservatives. Well, it's they're already, they're already the, the thing being is done already, by holdovers. Right, exactly. That's a problem, and it needs to have some digital uh, AI system that is basically free from political affiliation. The problem is they actually that's are collecting. That's possible. Oh yeah, it is. Everything in artificial intelligence. Uh, I've been no, free of. I think free of political affiliation is ultimately something which which is not going to happen in this. Oh no, I'm not talking about. A, I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about software. Yeah. Software that's and agreed people upon. design the software. Mm, you can you can set it up. There's ways of doing it. No, I well, I mean we can we we can agree to disagree on this. But certainly. Oh yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, we I'll tell you, it, it's a vacuum system. though. Here, here's the vacuum. Yeah. Okay. The, the systems are collecting the data, and yeah. this is one of the. For example, d- during the Obama administration, they actually suppressed data on the known 
uh, George Bush list, a watch list of Muslims inside America. They actually yeah. purposely got rid of the data. When new immigrants come to when these new immigrants come to America, one of the things they do, and this is the governor of Wisconsin said this, and he was complaining about this during the campaign with Trump, is that they were not even telling the federal government that they were bringing people and dumping them in their towns and cities. And after they dumped them, 24 hours later, they could take off on a bus and go to any other state, and nobody could track them because the federal government had a policy not to track these people, so they could arrive in Texas well, or California or anywhere. And the answer to that is border control. And as you said, a very substantial number of people who come into this country, a number of people who pose a danger to this country, come in legally and overstay their visas. Right, but here's the point. The biggest, the most important border is not the Mexican border or the Canadian border. It's the electronic border. That's why... I don't disagree well, with that, but... Yeah, it's I the electronic... So in other words... ...go after electronics have by and large targeted us more than they have targeted terrorists. Well, I, I know there's always a danger there, but I, here's what I'm saying. If the terrorist activity increases, people like Mike Pompeo, who's a genius guy, I have to listen to this guy, his brain is whizzing along at super high speed, they are going to bump up the use of this data, which they have. It's almost like, you know, uh, it's like a giant data money pit. And uh, they can use it for good or evil, depending on the administration. You're right. If it was Hillary Clinton, yeah. God help us. That's the problem exactly is, the problem. if you have a righteous person there, a righteous administration, it can be used to make the country very safe and call out people that are extremely dangerous. For a dangerous. while. For a while. The, the, until, the, until the uh, instrumentalities are, are turned against them. Can I uh, say something? You were talking yeah. about uh, uh, 50 caliber and uh, automatic weapons. Yes. And, and we are making we are making progress on that, which I would like to talk about. So let's do so that. We, uh, we're we're going to come up against a barrier in a minute, but okay. we have another, another no, segment uh, to so okay. just continue, please. Uh, that uh, we we have been successful in stopping all legislation to regulate fifty caliber. Now I know a lot of. Uh, of, of gun owners particularly are looking at the uh, counterproductive aspects of the National Firearms Act. And I think we are, we are about to pass in the House the legislation which creates the first uh, uh, break in that chain by taking suppressors, which up until now have been regulated as full automatic machine guns, and taking them out of that categorization. And that's currently been added by Congressman Duncan onto a Sportsman's Act, and that stands a pretty good chance of passing into law. So for the first time, we're beginning to take things out of the category of automatic weapons for which you have to be fingerprinted, have a six-month FBI background check, and pay a $200 fee and and i i that, that i hope that that is the first brick out of that building which causes the building to topple you've got an amazing array of knowledge in this area we'll be back in a moment uh, with mike hammond from gun owners of america go to gunowners.org sign up become a goa american patriot get involved with your local sheriff contribute and affiliate and become a supporter of peace in america through security Back in a moment. Nutramedical's Nutru Silver is a must for every family's medicine cabinet. 100% safe for children and adults, it protects and promotes health by completely removing stealth and major pathogens. Silver must be in its ionic state to activate and kill singlet oxygen, killing capacity for viruses, bacteria, and pathogens. It has a maximum punch because it is delivered in a liposomal enzymatic envelope and is hydrogenated. It's so safe that you can put drops in your eyes, inhale in your sinuses or lungs. Nutrisilver orally will clear pathogens from your GI tract, viruses, bacteria, and pathogens. 
It's thousands of times stronger than any nanoparticle or colloidal silver anywhere else. And every several atom is activated to kill pathogens and stimulate stem cells. Our customers tell us that if they wake up with a sore throat, take a few sprays of Nutrisilver in a few minutes, they are already feeling better. Nutrisilver is truly amazing. Try it and you'll see the results for yourself. Dosages are small because of Nutramedical's advanced technology, topical or internal applications. Order at Nutrisilver today at, with free shipping at Nutramedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, N-U-T-R-I-M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com, or 888-212-8871. That's 888-212-8871. Are you tired of running to your doctor for medical tests, like iron levels and bone density? How would you like to have the access to your own diagnostics? This simple interpretive test can give you results in just a few minutes right at your own computer. Find out if you have high cholesterol, uh, vis viscous blood, abnormal blood sugar, developing eye problems, dropping hormone levels, and normal organ function. Dr. Bell's QRMA uses the magnetic fields of your body at harmonic frequencies to predict functional abnormalities and deficiencies. The QRMA, or Quantitative Resonant Magnetic Test, is quick, non-invasive, and simple to use. Colorful display reads off mild, moderate, or severe deviations on normal standards. Why is Dr. Bell's QRMA so predictively accurate? It compares it to a massive database. And you can send the results for Dr. Bell to do an interpretation as all analyses for you and your family are totally included in the cost of the machine. You can purchase the QRMA now at an amazing sale price with payments spread over six months. The QRMA is quick and safe. Go to Nutramedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871, that's 888-212-8871. Nutramedical's Vitamineral Mix. Finally, a high-quality bioactivated multivitamin and mineral drink that tastes fruity, delicious for the whole family. Nutramedical's Vitamineral Mix will deliver activated nutrients to your cells, jumping genetic toxic blockades to fully activation. Powered not by in any other multivitamin mineral supplement, every metabolically converted vitamin and biobion chelated mineral jumps across the cell membranes to full activation. Energy, detoxification, regeneration, and hormones and peak performance will be yours and your children's. Stimulate your maximum potential and live to the full for your whole family with Vitamineral Mix, that's V-I-T-A-M-I-N-E-R-A-L-M-I-X, at Nutramedical.com, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, 888-212-8871. That's uh, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871. Vitamin mineral mix for maximum activation of the best vitamin mineral for your family. In this last segment, Mike, I want to ask you, because you're pretty brilliant on these issues, I see a connection between the most powerful thing in the world is not bullets, it's not bombs, it's not gold or silver or oil or land, it's data. And what I'm concerned about is, is the vacuum of data. We can see it with the uh, deep state. In fact, uh, Eisenhower warned us of the military-industrial intelligence complex. And in fact, it's the fourth state, which is the embedded uh, people. They're not just Obama supporters. They're globalist supporters. They're people that basically oppose the idea of nation states or individual liberty or the right to own guns or the right to even have autonomy over our bodies to not be vaccinated, for example, or to receive a kind of health care that's not preventive and is extremely expensive or they actually institute things like under Obamacare. People don't realize these death panels. I had on my, on my show well, three years ago a neurosurgeon where if you did the first surgical procedure to remove a clip, a clip an aneurysm in their brain because they have a lacunary infarct, they're bleeding from hypertension of uh, uh, infarct in their brain, and you have to do the surgery within two hours, uh, if they're 72 years of age, you're not allowed to, uh, and you have to have them go to the ethics committee meets on Tuesday yeah. morning. Now, well, a if couple, you, yeah, yeah. the first violation, the doctor gets a huge fine, 
Second fine, second is under Obamacare. Second is half a million dollar fine and up to five years in prison. So that's well, luckily we, gone. We, we stopped Obamacare from becoming a bipartisan juggernaut, and had it, had it done that in 2009, it would be much uh, more uh, formable than it is now. But I had a friend who was in Canada, of all places, and mm-hmm. uh, he, was, uh, he, he, he basically had a heart attack, and he was told, you've lived a long life and a good life, and so it's time for you to die. I should say right now on Obamacare, uh, uh, this very moment, we're fighting to uh, you keep the data which is collected pursuant to uh, Obamacare, from being used to just troll it for people with ADHD, PTSD, Alzheimer's, and just automatically take their guns away by sending their names to, uh, uh, sending their names to a computer in West Virginia. So right. we're fighting that data fight this very moment on the Obamacare repeal and replace bill, and we hope people log on to our website because that's a battle that's going on as we speak. Now, I, I sat uh, and did a, I took over an international conference uh, for the Prophecy Club in downtown Denver, and we had around 1,200 people from all over the world, and for 90 minutes I took over the conference because the main conference speaker was violently ill. And one of the things that came out from the conference afterward, I had a guy call me, and he worked at the uh, Lockheed Martin facilities, and he actually gave me, walked up to me, and we're in this cafe in Lodo, South Denver, and he said, this is the actual plan that they have for, quote, a digital control of the population of Earth. Literally the mark of the beast, if you want to call it. And it's exactly what we're talking about, a digital vacuum. The danger here, people don't understand this, is that that the government's already monitoring every phone, fax, and email conversation and digital transmission on the planet in every language. And uh, it, it could be used for a small extent. Again, we watch to make sure that Mike Pompeo and the government or future administration doesn't go overboard on this. But it's extremely dangerous. And we see this even with the leaks from, uh, from uh, Comey saying he wanted to get a special counsel, which is Buddy Mueller. And these guys, they should recruit themselves. And also Rosenstein, who even nominated them. Now all these people, the lawyers working under yeah. Mueller, are people that support well, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So we have, well, we have on, a, on, on Saturday, we told the Senate Budget Committee, we will oppose your Obamacare repeal and replace unless it does a few things. First of all, you can't take all this data from physicians, force them to computerize it, and then troll it in order well, to take away people's guns. Well, they're actually... The doctors here in California are asking patients, even teenage patients, do your parents own guns? It's not another series of gun that questions. That is exactly what we would prohibit under our second demand. You right. can't force doctors to ask, uh, ask becoming, a question. And yeah. the doctors can't be allowed to enter that data into a federal health database, which can be trolled by the federal government. Well, well that's and what they're doing, actually. The thing with that yeah. is that yeah. insurance companies cannot be allowed to uh, discriminate against gun owners, ask them whether they own guns, and then discriminate or deny them insurance based on their gun ownership. That's battle is underway this very second and we hope that we hope that you and your listeners will join in with us on that fight because it will make a lot of difference yeah there's another side aspect of the obamacare bill that is invading every aspect of life and one of the things this guy in lodo told me is until they brought in health care and total control of the sim and they couldn't bring in total control of guns or everything else unless they had some kind of national health bill and this is before obamacare this is back in 1998 so I can tell you that the Obamacare bill was a platform for totalitarian control of the population through metadata and other things to use it as a form of tyranny, and it was they needed to have the health care in to eventually disarm public. And this is why 275,000 veterans who may have had transitory depression actually had their rights taken or their wife was handling their bills. And that legislation, we're one vote away from passing in the Senate and sending it. Opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host, 